Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey, how's it going? This is Matt here from Silver Fortune. So it has been a down week in, in the precious metals markets. And, and understand, I'm recording this on May 17th, you know, to be published May 18th. But sadly, the, the truth of the matter is that that statement right there, that this has been a down week for precious metals, would fit for, I'd say, the vast majority of the last, you know, 40 some weeks in this market. We're coming up on the one year anniversary of when silver, which previously had been trading in a, in a range between 16 and $17, Broke to the downside through some some key support levels. First dropping through sixteen dollars an ounce, and then fifteen, and then ultimately below fourteen dollars an ounce. And we saw gold uh, in in the uh, third and, and fourth quarter of two thousand eighteen also really take a beating. Ultimately, find it's a low a fair bit below twelve hundred dollars an ounce. In this type of negative sentiment, you know, for institutional traders. That, that are trading paper contracts. I get it. Maybe this is a, a sell signal, right? Uh, that maybe this is this selling is going to get more selling. But but for those of us that are stacking for the long term, and I, and I can't emphasize how important that is, is to have a long term perspective when it comes to stacking. This should be music to your ears. This negative sentiment. What is it? You know, waiting another couple months, another six months, another year, and I'm not saying we'll have to. I don't think we will. But for prices to turn around. When we're talking about what what some would argue is going to be a, a very good bull run for precious metals, and, and maybe more importantly, a very bad time for many other assets, notably risk risk assets like uh, corporate bonds, who knows, maybe government bonds, certainly stocks, real estate, uh, those things, their cycle to the upside probably is coming to an end. I'd say it's much, much, much closer to the end than it is to the beginning. And that's not to say it could go on for another 10 years, I would say in terms of, you know, if we could put this in percentiles, right? We're talking 90th, 95th percentile, maybe even further in terms of how much further this this bull market, this economic uh, uh, expansion has to run before it starts to reverse. And so this, again, going back to precious metals, this should be music to your ears. This is, a, this is an opportunity to accumulate Two key points, if you want to take away two key points from this video, that's the first one right there. Negative sentiment, blood on the streets, it's never going to go up, it's going down, 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 should be music to your ears. I'm not going to make this a 30-minute video talking about all the reasons to be bullish on precious metals for for inflationary reasons, for supply and demand concerns, for the end of, of, of paper market manipulation, whatever the, the reasons are, and there are many of them for both silver and gold, and, and they're unique for metal metal. I'm not going to make this all about that. You guys have heard that enough, and I'll talk about it more in the future. But what I'm saying here is that waiting another couple of months is a small price to pay for what could be huge for those of us that have been stacking for some time. Not in the sense of, of getting rich, and, and yeah, that could happen, but... Let's scale it back a little bit. How about just not becoming dirt poor because we have some sort of wealth that we can carry into potentially very volatile and and serious economic downturn. 
The, the other side of this is, is the gold to silver ratio. I, I talked about this in my live stream the other day, and I hope you guys tuned in. But currently we're talking about the gold to silver ratio at around 88 to 1, 89 to 1. We're talking 27-year high in the gold to silver ratio, 88 ounces of silver to one ounce of gold. Now, could it go higher? Sure. I I, I was surprised it topped 85. Now it's at 88. It topped, I think the high was like 89.23 uh, just, just, I think, earlier today, this Friday. But it could go higher. Go to 90. Hey, it could even test you know the, the high around 100 to 1 that we saw back in, in 1991. I, I highly doubt it. Just like I, I highly doubt we'll see a $1,000 gold or $12, $10 silver again. But it's a possibility, I guess. However, again, looking at the flip side of this, what's the upside here in terms of, of the ratio? I'm not going to try and make the silver gold to silver ratio more than it is in terms of, you know, well, gold and silver are mined at a <clears throat> ratio of 9 to 1. Therefore, that's what the price should be. That's not what I'm saying here. What I'm saying here is that... This last year has been a good example of how silver oftentimes is more volatile than the gold market. It goes down further, but it also goes up further. And I'm wondering what the gold to silver ratio will look like a year from now or what its low will be here in this next cycle. You know, people say one to one, 10 to one. I mean, that would be pretty extreme. It's not outside of the realm of possibility at all, but it'd be pretty extreme. But but even, you know, uh, into the 30s, you know, what we saw back in 2011 when silver had spiked, uh, we're talking about, never mind trading that for dollars, but just trading it for gold. You're talking about potentially two and a half times more gold for your silver than what you'd be able to get right now, you know, coming up on, on three times as much. That's something worth waiting for. That's something worth being patient for, I, I would say. Now, maybe you guys disagree, and I get it. Some of you guys are, are coming up on retirement. Some of you guys have whatever other reasons. But but I've always been a big proponent of, yes, yeah, silver and gold can be an investment. But A, it should be an investment that you should buy with the understanding that it may be years before you cash out for for some other asset. Probably not a fiat asset, but, but some other asset. And B, that, that investor mindset can really mess with your emotions with these market downturns, right? It, it, that can be part of the story for you, but but maybe we should start first seeing it as a hedge, a savings account, uh, whatever you want to call it, insurance, but maybe not an investment first and foremost, because then you end up like so many other people that are getting swept up in this negative sentiment that, as I said, should be music to your ears. There's many people that are seeing it as as a huge negative for precious metals, reason enough to maybe sell or, or stop buying. And I don't see it from that point of view whatsoever. Now, I don't think because of of the nature of our financial system today and the dollar and, and the, the fact that this has got to come to a head pretty quickly here, I, I don't think it's going to take as long as the comparison I'm making here. But, uh, you know, a good comparison would be uh, post-1980s. Uh, early 1980s when when silver and gold were very high and then they came down considerably the the gold to silver ratio topping out around 101 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One in 1991, but but really for much of the 80s, much of the 90s, uh, really into the early 2000s, it was just sideways or down or just a little bit up until early 2000s, you know, that bull market started again. Those I had been buying during that time frame, it paid off immensely for them. Heck, even the early 2000s, mid 2000s, it paid off for them. I don't think it's going to be a 20 year wait, 30 year wait this time around. You know, I think we're we're coming up again. I'm not going to put nail down and say six months or a year. You guys know I, I'm not a fan of doing that type of, of prediction work, especially to to the you know the big bull run up. But we're coming up on that. We're coming up on that moment, whatever it 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 may look like. And and I get it. There's it's frustrating because as I'm saying here, I'm I'm not pumping. I'm not saying you got six months or 12 months or whatever, a month, a week to buy. That's not what I'm doing here. Metals, as, as Louis uh, Camarasano from, from Smellgold would say, sell themselves. I, they don't need me to sell metals, right? I, I can talk about it. I can explain why. But I, I'm not going to come on here and say you guys have to buy or you're going to miss out. That's not what I'm saying whatsoever. And Some of those same negative, I'll call them negative Nellies here in this community, um, would interpret what I'm saying as just that. That I'm saying, yeah, metals, there's a ton of bull reasons, but I'm also not going to become a pumper and say, you got a limited time to do this. Um, they would say the very opposite, and they'd go so far as to say, metals have very little upside, right? So as to maybe def- uh, um, distance themselves from uh, some of the more notorious pumpers out here. But I think that the truth of the matter, that, that my opinion, my uh, take on this, which I've been very consistent on, is that what I'm saying here is, this is not a reason to be overly negative. If anything, this is an opportunity to to accumulate, but also not like to the alarmist side of things. Like like let's buy because we got time running out. Yeah, time's running out, but but the question is how much time do we have left? I think there is. I think I can be both very bullish on silver and to some extent uh, bullish on gold without also being a pumper, right? Can I do that, guys? Can I can I talk about why I think silver? can double, triple, quadruple in purchasing power in the next, I don't know, decade or whatever the time. Can I do that without being called a pumper? I think I can. And yet there are some out there that that don't want to fall. They go so far. I don't know why I'm ranting about this. They go so far to the other extreme as to say that, you know, the upside for silver is, I don't know, 20 bucks an ounce, 25 bucks an ounce, right? Maybe 30 if we get super lucky. Gold, maybe 2,000. That, that the downside for the dollar is limited, that inflation is just going to be moderate to low for, for infinity or, or the next 10 years. That's, that's extrapolating from the past into the future. That's assuming that because it's been this way for the last five years, 10 years, whatever, that that's how it's going to be in the future. That's a really poor way. I mean, imagine if, if in 2007 you extrapolated what happened in the last 10 years into what's going to happen for the next 10 years. I mean, last 10 years to next 10 years, you're, you're, you're probably in for quite a bit of losses. 
right? And I think that's the case for precious metals as well. I mean, that it's like the Bitcoin. Uh, uh, people extrapolate both ways there. They in late 2017, people are extrapolating like it's it's notching a new milestone, a new thousand dollar milestone every like what hour or every day or whatever it was there at the peak there. Well, before you know it, it's going to be topping a new thousand dollar milestone every every couple minutes, every couple seconds. It's like no, you can't extrapolate like that. Same thing goes to the downside. Right, Bitcoin dropped from what, like twenty some thousand to in the three thousand dollar range. It's got to be heading to zero. Well, that's we we can't always extrapolate like that, right? And yet, I think there is something to be said for things like exponential extrapolation, ones that we can really count on. And what I'm talking about is fiat devaluation, inflation, debt. Those are the big exponential uh, uh, extrapolations that. People have been very consistently predicting correctly. I mean, how many people said 10 years ago that the U.S. debt was going to go up? Probably everybody, and they were right. How many people said it was going to go up exponentially? Probably everybody that was informed on it, and they were right. I mean, it's not that hard to predict that type of stuff because that's the way the system works. That's the way that the dollar works, right? It's easy to predict exponential devaluation of the dollar. It's going to be bumpy along the way, but that's... The way these—that's the nature of these of these things. So, again, don't get negative on this and and go to the extreme and, and think that the upside for silver and gold are limited. Don't sell. Let's not sell ourselves short. Yes, what I'm saying here is first and foremost for me is a savings. It's a hedge. It's insurance. But in terms of investment, I'm not selling myself short. And I'm not going to be so timid as to say we'd be lucky to see it double in terms of purchasing power over the next you know, five years or 10 years, because I think the potential is much, much greater than that. And unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on, on what your perspective is and, and how much more you want to buy, we might just have to suffer at these more doldrum-type levels uh, for a little while longer. Anyways, as always, thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for watching this video, and God bless.